I think the word is respect. To me, I hold yes. on to that word. Yes. You know, it's not so much of taking care of people, but yes, yes I take care with due respect. Yes. And then you must respect me as an officer. Yes. I respect you as a person is a two-way thing. And everyone must respect to the schedule, yes. to the time, yes. to the responsibility. Yes. You know, if you are in the military, you sign up in the military or you even got conscripted to the military, maybe to some people against their own will. Yeah. But it is a conscription and it is law and it's for the greater good. Yeah. You must respect the military ways of doing it. If you join the police, then it must be the police way of doing when it. When in Rome. When in Rome. Right. Yeah. Can I just uh, talk about respect? Yes. I want to... Uh, yes, please, sir. Yeah. Sir, okay. yes, sir. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> <much>. <laughs> uh, respect. Uh, this is what my mom taught me. Uh, she was a senior staff midwife in the old KK. Yeah. Right? I think, man, you grew up with me, you knew my mom back then. Huh? Mm -mm. So, she always told me, Ron, uh, you know, you join... In life, you have to respect people. Mm. Don't always think only of the bosses or your colleagues yeah. or your superiors. Yeah. Think about the lowest person. So mm -hmm. the example she gave me was when she was a nurse, there was one night that uh, one of the baby was critical. Mm. I think coughing blood or something. Wow. And the person who helped her was the ama. Mm -hmm. who really ran you know Ahmad the, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what they call it these terms are naming nursing aid or whatever yeah. the one that cleans up all yeah. the things my auntie is one uh, so yeah. this, this lady ran and did everything and they managed to save the baby's life mm -hmm. so she said in life uh, always respect even the person cleaning your tong sampah yes so I've always done that you know mm -hmm. when the person comes in I will greet them talk to them nicely yeah. you don't have to be overboard about it. Yeah. But a simple thank you when they clear the tone. I've seen more than enough times when people don't even say thank you to a waiter who serves them a drink. Yeah. Auntie, chapa boy. Uh, something ah. like that. You know, yeah. good morning, you know. <laughs> yeah. So in, even in my last job in the Philippines, you know, Atebet used to clean. She's mm. a lady who cleans. Mm. So every morning, you know, I'll talk to her in her own language. I'll say, mm. you know, you know, maganda umaga, Atebet. Oh, you speak Tagalog very well now. Eh? Konti, konti la pa. Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't so, know what I the mean, hell no, is that. I mean, <laughs> at least you relate to them. Exactly. And you talk to them. And, and they feel, feel warm about it. They feel good because yeah. everybody wants to be respected, man. Yes. Everybody. Yeah. Even the person selling tissue paper along Orchard Road. Exactly. He wants to be respected. Yeah. And does it hurt so much to respect? Just because you... It's very nice you say that. Um, yeah. I just want to share this sure. experience I had with my daughter. Just like... Uh, a week ago. Mm -hmm. Now we were in Orchard Road and we were as a family going to books, Kinokinia to buy, get some books. And then while crossing the road, um, there were this uh, tissue seller guy, but he was on a wheelchair. So he's got special needs. This huh? outside Paragon. Outside, uh, opposite Paragon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that, yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> so I was telling my daughter, I always tell my daughter, if, if you see anybody who needs help down there, right, it doesn't hurt. You just take out your wallet, you know, just... Give some money. It doesn't help, uh, hurt you, you know, but it makes that guy happy. And also, I just uh, signal to my daughter and then, okay, give you some money. Okay, go get the, the thing. And then she goes there and then she puts the $2 uh, in that... Uh, tong lah. Eh? Mm. And then the guy was selling uh, tissue. Yep. And then I told my daughter, okay, just get one tissue. Just get one tissue. I said, no, no, no. Then we walk already. No, just get one tissue. No, no. Then she walked away already. Then I explained to her, you know, these people have their respect, you know. They have their self-respect that they want to take care also, you know. 
they if let's say they want to ask for money only, they will just have the tongue down there. Begging. Begging. So they don't want to beg. Yeah. They want to be useful because they want to exchange. Okay, you give me something, at least I sell you the... So they get the respect. They get the respect. Yeah. So this is the point I drive to my daughter. So, you know, we have to take care of people's respect also. Yeah. I know we are in a better position, so we want to help them, we give them like that. But it's good to have an, a kind of exchange so that we jaga, we take care of their emotional being. Right. So that is one thing that is... Teach your daughter something else also. If I had a daughter, I'll tell her that. Mm -hmm. If she's dating a guy... Uh, oh. No, no, if. When, <laughs> okay. When, la man. Uh, All right. How he behaves to service staff is a key indicator mm. of his character. Because when I go out, I, I used to host lunches and mm -mm. you know go out and all that. And I see how people treat service staff. Right. Some of them are extremely dismissive. There's right. no thank you. There's, you know, they're just so, con they're so too obsessed Entitled, yeah. Entitled. They're so obsessed. And some of the richest people I know, mm. and I'm talking about crazy rich, oh. they are the most polite people, man. They, they even call, and this is in the Philippines, man, they even call the waiter, sir. Mm. And I was flawed. I was like, the humility, wow. the respect, you know. These are crazy rich Asians. These, these people are, are <laughs> old money, man. Old mm. money, not new money. Mm. Old money who are really rich. And the respect they have and I took a leaf out of that. And I was like, wow. Perhaps because they built their wealth from scratch and they no, went no, through no. this. No, this is old money, man. That means they were born into money. Right. Okay. So they but were taught they well. Still, huh? But they still maintain that humility. Right. You know, you must understand that nothing in this world is permanent. Definitely. Wealth, position, mm. you know, status, job, nothing is permanent. Today, you are flying high. Tomorrow, bottom true so why be arrogant mm. why disrespect someone else because today you may be in that position mm. but tomorrow you are in the other person's position yeah you never know everything that you have may be taken away from you there's mm. nothing mm. that is guaranteed so why be disrespectful why not be humble be humble that's my other point be humble true you know it seems that your time in Philippines, okay, uh, for your information, um, Ronesh was a military attaché, uh, defense attaché yeah. attache, um, in the Philippines yep. uh, for the uh, Singapore Army. Yep. Share with us what were the lessons you learned when you were serving that part of your service. <laughs> five years, a good five years or more. No, than I did one year, my master's and three years in service. Three years in service. So that's my yeah. last appointment before I left. What lessons did you learn? I Actually, with all due respect to the Filipinos and the Philippines, mm. the key lesson I learned is we are very blessed in Singapore. We are very efficient. Mm. Uh, when I was doing my master's, a lot of, when they came up with good examples, mm. Singapore is always the top. Mm. Singapore is always the top. Mm. You know, uh, and I sometimes felt embarrassed because right. my classmates would look at me, wow, Singapore, wow, economy number one, wow, internet speed. Mm. So sometimes you feel- But the sheer reference of internet speed, yeah, that speaks a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You know, and we were top, I think, and then uh, Philippines was second bottom from Afghanistan. Mm. So it was that bad, trust me. <laughs> I mean, with due respect yeah, for the Philippines. No, we do. I mean, when I'm trying to no, ridicule. No, no. So no. whenever this happened, I also had an analogy to mm. tell them. I said, look, mm. my friends, I live in a one-room flat. 
You live in a gigantic mansion. Tell me which one is easier to take care of. Wow, that 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 is that is a big thing, man. Yeah, so so I always explained it to them. I mm. said, you know, my country is small, it's easy to maintain the crime mm. rate, it's easy to mm. maintain True. you know infrastructure. It, a lot of things are easier. I mean, it's not because of a it also takes effort, yes. Yes, definitely. But when you look at your country, it's so big. Yeah. It's seven thousand over islands. Size does matter. Size does matter. It's impossible or it's so difficult to handle it. 5 million versus 100 and... They, their population is about 110 million. 110 million? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. by so many factors. Eh? And the size, the size. The size, yeah. The so, land size. Oh my goodness. Again, if I, again, humility comes into play, you see, man. Mm. As a diplomat, I mean, as a classmate, you cannot yeah. be sombong and tell them, oh, you know, my country is so wonderful. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, you got to put things in perspective and of context. Of course, of yeah. course. You know, so in that sense, that's the lesson I learned. We are blessed. Mm. I mean, although we are small, yeah. but being small has its advantages. Yeah. You know, I've also learned about respect of culture, mm. people's culture. Right. You know, respect for people. I mean, I learned all this in Singapore. Hey, sorry, I, I, I uh, digress a bit. Uh. Sure. Have you tried the balut? Oh, yes, of course. How but does it taste? Macam telur lah. But then it's, it's like an embryo, isn't it? Okay, so this is for all your listeners out okay, there. We, we digress and, a bit. No, no, it's for all your <laughs> listeners out there. This is a top tip and I'll tell it to you once. Right. Balut has an age to it. So there's the young balut, okay. which is 12 days old, all right. and the 18 days old one. 12 and 18 only? Yeah. 12 to 18 days. Oh, 12 to 18, okay. Days, huh? yeah. So always choose the young chick because it's not so developed. Right. Tak ada bulu. Right. Okay? So it's not so hard to eat. Now, if you choose the 18 day one, then, ada banyak bulu, <laughs> all the so, susah nak makan. Yeah. Yeah. The hairs and ah, all the, so the, the bones are becoming harder already. I didn't know the first time I tried on my own uh. many years back when I went for a golf trip just for you know, curiosity's sake. Right. I I took a very developed one, so it's like alamak teruk lah. Okay, you know what is the balut already? Yes. Okay, you know you're eating an embryo. Yes. What were you, or what was your initial feeling when you got or you take the first bite? I, because frankly, okay, girly sikit lah. Uh, frankly, I, I don't think I can well, make myself do it, man. Okay, so so the fact is, the, the first time I did it was voluntary mm. because I went for a golf trip mm, and I heard mm, so much about it. I mm. decided to try it. And then I said, okay, I did it. I'm not doing it again. Uh, uh, uh. But when I became the DA, so when some of the our guests from Singapore come there, uh, the Filipinos being good guests, of uh, course, will offer balut. That is a, deli- a, a delicacy. Delicacy. Say, hey, come have some. But of course, some of my bosses will, will say, you know, they also gully, so they, yeah. So I have to step up and say, it's okay, I will eat on their behalf. So, the part, so, so that part and parcel of the job was eating balloon, being able to sing. You PR guy lah. Uh, you have to sing also lah. So Filipinos like to sing, so I have to sing also. Mm-mm. You know, so it's part and parcel lah. But nice. balloon tastes like egg, honestly. Serious? It just tastes like an egg. That's so it. basically, the taste you create your own gully taste in your mind. In your la. mind. So but your tongue will tell you it is egg. It's egg. If you uh, close your eyes and put it in your mouth, it's an egg. It's just okay, like that, that is a good tip. Close yeah. your eyes. Close your eyes and put it in your mouth. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so, okay, what makanan do we have that people will find gully? Uh? Uh, durian is not really something gully. La. I even gross. had, I even gross. had yeah, I even had woodworm. <laughs> the the white yes woodworm yeah that one is tamilok I, they call it tamilok so that one is you I want to try once but I still yeah, like, like nothing lah man Serious? so 
They say it's very like uh, fatty. No, no, no. No? It's almost oysterized. Oyster-like. Oyster-like. Yes. Yeah, but it's... it's, it's but then how, how does it feel that thing wriggling in your okay, mouth, so, on your tongue? So oh, I wanted to have it live, which is the normal way to do it. Unfortunately, uh, when I was in Palawan, they didn't have it live. So I had uh, the one that Suda... So it's mati, beheaded already. Uh, no, I mean, it's there, but Suda oh, Mati. I, see, I, see. I mean, live... Okay, the head part, uh, so you the just, front part, is it very hard? So, so the beak and uh, the beak is it very you, tough? Yeah, yeah. So you throw it away. Oh. You don't take the beak. So you dip it in uh, suka, which is vinegar, uh. with a bit of calamansi. Suka, that's what like, they call like it. Uh, suka, uh. then in, with calamansi, and then you just eat it. Wow. So for me, I'm a bit adventurous mm. when it comes to food. I like uh. to just try. Uh. Uh, not too bad, lah. Okay, like one day I want to try. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think they have it in Singapore. We go to Philippines. Yeah, don't feel it. No, no, no. So remember, man, man ask mm. for the young one. Young one, ah? Huh? Young one. Tell them show this. Yeah, the old a lot of shit, lah. Uh, old too developed already, lah. I'm not. I'm not going anywhere with this statement, Okay. La. <laughs> Just to qualify, the young chick is always better. <laughs> okay, back to your experience in the um, yeah. Philippines. Yeah. Um, it is definitely a very heavy responsibility to be in your position as a military attaché, yeah. right? Because like you say, whatever you speak, whatever you yeah. whatever you behave, mm -hmm. down there, people are watching, yeah. you know? And people are watching, you know that those are people watching, but there are people that you cannot see are also watching. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right? So how do you handle that kind of responsibility always at the back of your mind? Right. You know? No, I mean, it comes naturally throughout my whole career because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've had some, I had some sensitive positions as well mm -hmm. and access to some sensitive information throughout my career. Mm -hmm. But if you just do what you have to do, mm -hmm. be honest about what you're doing, mm -hmm. you're okay. You know, I, I didn't feel that kind of stress when I was there that, you know, because mm -hmm. it's basically office, work, mm -hmm. uh, home. I was alone. My wife was back in Singapore. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, she has her own career. Mm -hmm. So I was alone. Uh, but I, I mean... I didn't feel any stress. I, I became the dean of the foreign attaches. Mm -hmm. So I organized stuff for them and all that. So what does the dean do? It's like the leader. The leader ah, of all the attaches. You I know? see. So it's of just, all, how many countries? I think we had about 16 to 17 different countries represented right, and about right. a membership of about 30, 30 plus people. Right. So you're much like ketua. Right, like, right. you know, monitor. Right. right. Yeah. So I, I kept busy in that sense. Uh, interactions military-wise was... It's not as heavy as other countries, mm -hmm. to be very honest. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, quite minimal because we don't have training of our troops there mm -hmm. or, you know, training of their troops here. Mm -hmm. But there are certain exchanges and all that that happens. Mm -hmm. But nothing massive in that sense, la, you know, mm -hmm. unlike Brunei, which is, you know, mm -hmm. very heavy. Mm -hmm. uh, so I also picked up new skills. I You know, during COVID, I had to stay at home. Mm -hmm. So I yeah, you always post you cooking, cook yeah. tulang cooking, and all that. Yeah, yeah. Rindu makan yeah. Singapura, bang. <laughs> so I rindu, so no choice. I have to cook myself. And so learn it from YouTube. Eh? YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. So, <laughs> Marvellous like this YouTube. Yeah. You so, now so, you can pick up skills on your own. Eh? Absolutely. Just by watching TV. Huh? So it wasn't difficult for me. Because mm. uh, I had, you know, and after serving for so long, a few more years, I thought, okay, la, you know, don't mess it up. La. Mm. I mean, there are a lot of vices that you can get into. I mean, yeah, you, you know, stayed in Makati. Makati, you know, there's just <laughs> alcohol, you know, uh, drugs, women, casino. It's all there. It's all available. Right, right. Uh, but, you know, I think it's a sense of discipline mm. and a sense of knowing what you represent. Mm. 
So it's good to be or train military men. No, no, I think it's just a personal values thing. Mm. I, I, I don't want to say too much, but there are people who have fallen on the side, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, but it's the temptation. Temptation is, just so is big. there. It's, it's just your personal values, right, and right. You know, so even when I went for my course, mm. uh, master's course at forty six, I was forty six. Mm. I I knew I was representing my country. Mm-hmm. So I, you know. Uh, people are eyes on me, so I took it very seriously. I, I know mm. some people just go for a course because it's it's a jolly for one year, a master's. One. Jolly for one yeah, year. Yeah, I mean you know, in foreign <laughs> land they just go there mm. happy. Mm. But I, you know, for me, I thought I'm representing the guy to do well. So mm. in the end, a jadi top student, right? You know, gold awardee and all that. So I felt good because you born to do this, right? No, because you're representing your country, can and you don't want to malukan your country. Yeah, you but some people represent the country also. They do so many. Yeah lah, but that's why I say it's personal behind. values, man. Mm. You know, it's not just because I'm a military man right. that I that I have those values. Right. But right. I think it's upbringing from our parents. True. Our peers, like you, secondary school, mm. what we learn from our friends. These were our exactly. developmental age. These yeah. are values that were with us mm. that goes through our lives. True. Very true. You know. Yeah. So VS, we were taught things like brotherhood. Yeah, we don't play out our brother. So same yeah. in the military, we don't play out. Our word is yeah. our bond. Yeah. So for me, our word is our bond. No, for me, that's oh, that's, that's vital. Okay, there's another quote. Our you know? word is our bond. Yeah, as a man, if you give your word, mm. you keep your word. I believe in that hundred percent, and I stand yeah. by that also. Yeah. You know, it, words don't come cheap, and you shouldn't you shouldn't make words come cheap. Correct. Right. Kalau janji satu, like if I told you, man, tomorrow I'll be at the office at ten o'clock. Mm. I'm going to be at your office at 10 o'clock. Yeah, knowing not, you, you're always punctual. <laughs> really try, the military I try, man. I try. I, that's, that's one of my pet I'm always late. <laughs> I'm, I'm always early. I'm always early. Yes, it's very true. Orone, yeah. she's always like at least five minutes early. Yeah, I have to. You know. That's my pet. You haven't gone uh, cycling at the PCM for so long. Lama lah, man. You have your Brompton back, right? Got back. Okay, so uh, one day let's go. Yeah. So, okay, back to, sorry. Um, yeah. Back to the uh, military attaché period, mm. you say you were the dean of about what sixteen, seventeen mm. yep. of countries. other countries, yep. the attaches of other countries. Yep. So definitely, you see different nations, people oh, from different absolutely. background. Yes, the way they think, yes. the way they approach. Yes, let's say we are in the military. Yep. So let's say they approach to strategy, right. military strategies, defense. Right. What were the differences that you see among nations? Okay, uh, I don't want to go into naming the nations. Yeah, yeah. But some of the attaches, you know, some were very work-like. That means whatever their country's position was, mm. it reflected in their personal demeanor, how they, they carried themselves. Uh. So if their country were very antagonistic, they themselves were antagonistic. They didn't come for events. They didn't ah. come for support the 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 core, the dean core. Right. Okay. Some were just professional that they kept it all work-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're just very obsessed about work. Mm-hmm. And then there are others, and mostly these are the ASEAN countries mm-hmm. who are very into the bonding. Right. You know, so, brothers, eh? Br- no, yeah, so it's, uh. you know, and it's amazing, man, that while we at the strategic level mm-hmm. as nations have issues with certain countries, right? on a personal level, they are just like you and me. Yeah, we're They're just, just human beings. We're eh? just human beings. We're just brothers. We're just there to do our job. Mm. We have no ill feelings towards each other. Mm. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, come to my house, makan. Hey, go do, to do, have you ever spotted or even like suspected one of those attaches are real spies? Oh, <laughs> you know, honest, no, no. People will so, always have this kind so, of thing. Okay, it's like James so, Bond, ah, you know. Okay, okay. Ah, okay. So <laughs> let, me, let me break this myth, okay? <laughs> mm. As far as I'm concerned as a DA, we are not spies. 
That's okay. the first thing that people tell you. Uh, your day, you're not a spy. This is not a cold war. Okay, <laughs> you're not there to spy or to you know. People have this wild imagination. Yeah, yeah. So it's very it's a, it's, it's a misconception. <laughs> mm. We are not spies. Okay, right, I, right. I wish it was that sexy, but no, I'm no James Bond. <laughs> I don't look like a James Bond, and I don't have an Aston Martin to to back it up. But I will no. be very surprised at the same time honored. So if let's say you were no, one. no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm too coyote to be a spy, man. <laughs> You spot me a mile away. <laughs> so no, we're not spies. We're not mm. there to spy. We're there to enhance defense relations, and that's the honest defense truth. relations. Yeah, that's my job. Because if you talk the about what is relations, yeah, there. defense relations. So mm. if it's international relations, that's the ambassador's job, right? From MFA, right? So my job was to facilitate defense relations between Singapore Armed Forces and the Philippines Armed Forces. And right. the Ministry of Defense, of course. So if let's say the two countries decide to hey, let's have a joint exercise together, yes. then that's you my job. Be, yeah, okay. My facilitation. Ron, come up. Yeah, I'll right. facilitate that. Right. You know, right. or right. they want to discuss about training or right. you know anything or visits or like for example Shangri-La dialogue I will mm. bring the secretary of defense over every here every year they have it until now right yes. yeah. so I would follow the secretary of defense facilitate right. his stay here and all that so that's the, that's our job you mm. know uh, mm. basically it's an ambassador of the army to that country right so right. anything to do with defense the ambassador would give it to me to handle Maybe we we watch too many yeah, spy too movies. Yeah, too many, too many. And now, no. like you become ambassador, yeah. Then the, there's always a spy behind oh. it, you I know. Mean, and maybe certain countries that hold some water. Mm. I'm not going to specific. Maybe certain okay. countries that does still hold some water. Okay. But uh, for the mass mass majority of the countries, no lah. Right. You know. Right, right. So I made some very good friends. Some other DAs who are really mm. nice guys. Mm. Uh, on a personal level, I relate to them very well. Are they retired like you now? Um, no, unfortunately, <laughs> most of them have a longer uh, stint in the military. Okay, usually, if let's say, uh, let's just let's just talk about ASEAN countries. Ah, uh. yeah. If let's say you're an officer, yeah, uh, a senior officer, yeah, your retirement age will be how old? Okay, so for for example, most of the countries they are almost at sixty. Oh, sixty, sixty plus. A good ten years. Yes, more than in Singapore. Yes, right. Some some Philippines is fifty six. Okay, okay. Okay. Philippines is fifty six, uh, right. but most of the other countries, late fifties, sixties. Do you feel that in Singapore, senior officers should have a retirement age of about sixty? <laughs> When I first joined the SAF, uh, my mother actually asked me to take a government scholarship or a government mm -hmm. position because there was this thing called pension. Mm -hmm. God yeah, bless her. Yeah, because she's still on pension. She's about eighty mm -hmm. six now. She's mm -hmm. still on pension. So. That's why I actually initially joined because stable career with a pension. Mm. Uh, you you still on pension or no, your graduate no, no. So what happened was about few years after we signed on mm. when we were serving, mm. they came up with this uh, thing called the saver concept where mm. they pay you a golden handshake at the end of your career mm -hmm. and that's it. You take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So they've transformed. But most of the ASEAN countries are still on pension service. Mm. If I could digress again, I I. Well, I'm not a recipient of the pension service, which would have been good for me on a personal basis, mm. very personal basis. But good. then your basic uh, uh, salary will be lesser. Well, usually but, from on pension scheme, it's like that, right? Yeah, maybe. Mm. You know, I I can't comment because I'm not sure. Mm. But I've we've seen through the British system where mm. the pension and even the Philippine system where the pension system bankrupts the organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where in the Philippines, more than half of their defense budget. Goes towards paying pension. More than half. And wow. There, and there are people who are living longer, mm. and therefore you're paying out pension for a longer period of time. Yeah. So I can see in the long run the decision taken by the government back then. While yeah. as an individual, it's to my detriment. 
Yeah. But to the country and to the organization, yeah. I think it is the correct way to do it. La. True. Like, if let's say the country cannot survive, yeah. we will also be affected immediately. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, and I've been trying to convince some of my colleagues or even in the Philippines that, you know, if you really want to move forward mm. right, and you do, you know, I mean, we all, I mean, you man are not a civil service mm. and then there's a great sacrifice when you become a civil servant, like I told you, mm. you know, there's certain freedoms that are yeah. curtailed that you don't yeah. have as a, and these are maybe mostly the self-imposed. unwritten rules. Yeah, yeah. These are mostly self-imposed or whatever, mm. but it's still there. Mm-hmm. But, to be on a pension for your, you know, you to work for 20, 30 years and then mm. live for 35 and be on a pension for the next 35 mm. years. Mm. Uh, doesn't sound right. La. Especially True if it la. puts the organization in a... Do you think it will put somebody in a, in a state of decadence? Easier, perhaps? When you talk about decadence, then the word, the word that comes up is corruption. La. Oh, okay. And that's a whole different uh, podcast. Uh. No, what I mean, <laughs> okay, I'm not, th- I'm not trying to uh, touch on corruption, right. but when I say decadent, it's like at a personal level, let's say somebody signs up uh, to be a civil service servant or to work in an organization that offers pension. Yep. Then you know that, okay, I'm in a position, I, I'm working in an organization is like a, an iron rice bowl, right? Yep. Even right. if I, I, I retire, I still get money from yep. that. So that mindset in you will make you into somebody that falls gradually into the state of decadence. Yeah. So it's like you, you are yeah. not bothered to improve yourself further. Correct. You know, I don't bother. You ask me to do new work. No, no, no. I'm old already. I don't know. Yeah, we learn have that, we that had thing. That. We, we, we have people like that. Mm-hmm. We do have people who are don't disturb me. Mm. You know, and these are not the younger ones. Because like, the younger ones still got promotions to fight for. Mm-hmm. So you're talking people towards the end of their careers exactly. who have reached their maximum yeah, and they have a couple of years to go, a few more years to go and they're like, look, I'm just here. Don't disturb me. Mm. Let me do my job and go. Mm. But if you, by far and large, those who are younger, because of the promotion system mm. and ranking system, mm. you will hardly find people who are of that mentality when they are the mass majority. Mm. Maybe in the last few years, aku sudah penat lah. Jangan kacau saya. Aku nak habis dua, tiga tahun. I want to retire in peace, man. Yeah, that's it. Retire in peace. peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, then how did you uh, plan your retirement income? (laughs) Or like, were were there any investments that you did prior? You know, that, okay, I'm gonna, I have to retire at 50. So everybody think about, I want to live until 70 or I want to live until 80. So there's a good 20 or 30 more years. So have you had any plans prior on your <laughs> income or your investments? Actually, I'm quite bad at this. I, I, because I've been so used to having a... Buy regular, Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been so used to having a... Upper two. I've been so used to having a salary every month on the 10th. Mm. You know, it's like a magic wallet that... On the 10th. Eh? On the 10th. It's like yeah. a magic wallet that fills up every month on the 10th for so many years. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, for the last one year, I've been like, eh, that wallet isn't filling up anymore. <laughs> but planning for retirement... Scary, uh, not? Scary, not? That, that I thought like. it would be. I thought uh-huh. it would be. But uh, I made it a point to save up mm. in my last few years mm. uh, to have a healthy, uh, a healthy enough um, savings. Mm. And then with the money that I got with my golden handshake, mm. uh, you know, and I don't lead an extravagant lifestyle. Mm. Uh, I don't have major vices. Mm. So you have a dog. I have a dog. That's the biggest vice, <laughs> yeah. the most expensive vice. But uh, not bad lah. Not bad lah. But keeps you happy. No, it keeps it doesn't keep me happy. <laughs> but 
My car keeps me happy. Oh, nice. Golf, golf keeps me happy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but I mean, if you save up and then uh, some small investments here and there mm. uh, with a modest lifestyle, okay, can be done. And that's mm. why I'm taking a bit of a sabbatical right now, a couple mm. of years. Mm. I'm looking for projects to do right. uh, rather than uh, jump into a full-time job again. Right. So because of the pandemic, it's a bit trickier. Mm. If not, uh, I would have gone back to the Philippines. There's some projects I want to do down there. So your retirement will not be like a retire retirement. No, 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 man. No. Totally. I not. think it's too young. I'm, Enjoy I'm life. You know, tabule, tabule. Yeah. I'm 51, man. Uh, I think it's a bit young. You're 51, ah. Hey, this year 2022, hey, 52, 52, no. Masih nak dari muda lah. Yeah. Okay lah. Angan angan sikit lah. I think it's very important. I, yeah. I, I, I personally feel being 50 is still young. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not retired. Retired. So yeah. that's why I said I'm. I'm like. I rather use the word just jobless or sabbatical. <laughs> sabbatical I mean, is a better word. Uh. Sabbatical is a is yeah. a very nice word to for jobless lah. But I believe there are still so many things that we can do, yep. and we yep. can do for the benefit of yep. ourselves, family, and also for society. And you know, we have a lot of experience and a lot of um, real life. Yeah. Uh, lessons and experience yeah. and, and we can bring that to like you say you're looking for projects right yeah. so possibly those new projects that you want to do again yeah. it, you, you will do a better job right. because of experience and all that right. probably specific to maybe defense security yeah. Yeah, because that's that's yeah. your back alley yeah. you know so I believe that will be really be fruitful projects that you yeah you better do it, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, but I think one of the more interesting projects, I, I mean, the more interesting things I've done recently was, uh, I have a friend who's in the polytechnic, he's a lecturer mm. there. Mm. So he got me to do a townhouse with some of his students. Wow. Uh, some of them were in the room, some were online. Right. And he asked me to talk about uh, defense diplomacy and culture. Defense diplomacy, eh? Yeah, and culture. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I had to take the picture so I had to stop for a So I, I engaged the students and it was, you know, things that I thought was quite common knowledge. Mm. Uh, they found interesting. And I enjoyed the engagement of the students because they I, find it interesting because they haven't gone through. They you haven't gone went through. through. Yeah, and to you, as simple only. Yeah, but yeah. People it's, who it's just like it's just like common sense, like mm. man, not too mm. common after all, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that was the that was very enjoyable. Uh, talking to young kids and uh, some of them got back to me after that and asked for further advice. Mm. And then I also had another lunch with a few of people already working mm -hmm. just the start of their career, again, organized by this uh, gentleman. And it was, uh, it was good. It was, I, I really enjoyed it because, uh, you know, the life lessons that we paid, right. we are giving to them free. Which is priceless, you know? Yeah, yeah it is. You know? And yes. I think we, our age group people, yeah. probably take this too light that yeah. we have something that we can share yeah. on the new the younger generation yeah. which means a lot to them yeah. to us it's like ah this is nothing lah no you know why not man yeah? also because last time remember when orang orang tua kata say alamak apa tahu orang tua <laughs> huh? you know the, the, the sombongness of youth right yeah. the sombongness of youth is that yeah. what does the old man know yeah you know but yeah. we, I, we, we, I, we I, were afraid to be classified in that yeah, so category even by now, the even people. now, whenever yeah. I talk to them, I, I always uh, am quite apologetic. I said, look, mm. I don't mean to be lecturing you yeah. or yeah. you know teaching you how to live life. Yeah. Just take it as a sharing and whatever you find useful, yeah. 
Take it. Please take it. If you if think it's irrelevant it. and it's outdated. If not, just leave it. Don't I, call me an old man. Yeah, I respect that. I mean, <laughs> hey, sudah tua, sudah tua. I mean, there's no run. Age gracefully. Yes. Age, uh, don't deny the fact that you're old. Yeah. But there's a thing that... I'm still age. young, bro. I'm yeah, still, still young, bro. Young. We're still young. Yeah. But we age gracefully, <laughs> you know. True, true. Yeah. That is very... Um, you know, the reflections, you know, when we're older, right? Yep we tend to reflect a lot more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, when we were younger, we just couldn't care. Hey, I we're still... We're too busy to reflect. No, we're, we were too busy living life. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely right. And, uh, so when, when we're older, like 50, and then uh, you know, you can feel your energy level is really going down, declining yeah. downhill. Yeah. And because of the energy level is going lower, right? And then you feel like naturally, you're just too lazy to live life like what <laughs> I used to do. Right. You know, it's a natural thing. But, However, that is true. I still feel that we should still continue to live life yep. a bit, maybe differently, slightly differently. But with whatever value system that we have developed over time for yes. ourselves, yes. For, from our experiences, yes. I think there's a new phase for us to go through in life. The giving back phase. The giving back phase. And also, don't forget, huh? We have new things to explore, no? Yeah. What I notice is that once our peers, like we come to the certain age, this kind of age, right? Yep. We tend to like stop exploring. Mm. This is the digital age, brother. Yep. And digital, digital age is easier to explore than last time, right. you know? You don't have to be physically very active. You right. just need a computer, handphone, yeah. you just need the internet. Yep. But there's so much to be explored too much. Too much. Yeah, too much. And, and, and we can also, hey, I've been always telling you guys, hey, YouTube channel, man, we can yeah. have our own YouTube channel. Yeah. Just do whatever video that we <laughs> like, la, you know, it's like people want to watch or don't want to watch. Okay, la, that's, you, cannot, la. You, pasal, la, you, know, you, you cannot control that. La. Yeah. But then that fills up a lot of our time yeah. and I believe that will be a very good channel for us to really uh, focus our energies and you mentioned just now the giving back part, right? Yeah. So the giving back part in our contents and all that, you know. And I think we still have to live life. Yeah. I'm, I'm very sad no, the moment to you see stop, people, you yeah. know, when, when they reach a certain age, yeah. they stop living life. And that's why I, I don't like to use the word I'm retired. Ah. Know, because then what else do you look forward to? Exactly. You know, uh, so I like to say I'm looking out for projects. Mm. You know, I'm happy to share with anybody who calls me up for a cup of tea to talk. Mm. Uh, it doesn't have to be about life. It, has, mm. it can be about anything. Yeah. You know, because you never know where you get nuggets of information or a new lead. Oh, that is very true. You know? That is very true. Yeah. I mean, a young kid of 16 can teach me a lot more than a, yes. a man of 60. Because mm. who's to see that his experiences at that age is not relevant to me yeah. or to my life? You know what? I think, like you say, it, it, it is quite profound. A 16-year-old boy or girl can teach us a lot of a lot more things than a 60-year-old man. Yeah. To me, I think maybe because the 60-year-old man self-censor a lot. Yeah. The young ones we just blurt out like machine gun. Possibly. Hey, there's a lot that we can learn from there. Yeah. Or, or the 60-year-old man has not lived life like the 16-year-old. I mean, Probably. everybody have different experiences in life. Mm. You know? Yeah. So but then I'm very that. sad for the 60-year-old man. But, but you know, you know, there are such people, man. Yeah, there true. are such people who true. just are like that. Yeah. Well, I know you hate me to say this, 
Colonel Ju Ronis De Silva <laughs> retired. Ron, uh, Ron, soon. <laughs> you know me since 13 years old. As Ron, you know. Tada bulu, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so man, yeah, Ron, mean, thank you very much, brother. Thank you. You're welcome. The pleasure is mine. For Honor is mine. giving this uh, good one and a half hours to us and uh, really speak your mind and your experience. Yeah. I really value that. Um, we talk a lot about the uh, national service, about uh, you being in the force and then being in attache and then regional work and then the experiences with the regional people. And there's so many nuggets of good advices and information that you give. I spotted a few good <laughs> quotes you gave just now. So I believe uh, these quotes will really be a good uh, advice and quotes for everyone, not just the young people, right? Ron, thank you very much. Thank you, man. Thank you for your time. Terima kasih, bang.